When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hello and welcome. I am your host, Michael Moorcroft. Thank you for tuning into the Mage as Well, your 101 guide to all things witchcraft and spiritual. Hello, Majors. So, this week is all about calling in money. There are some who believe that witchcraft shouldn't benefit the individual, and spells surrounding self-gain will not work. I don't believe this. There are some theorists who believe witchcraft was started in the first place by women to level the playing field in a world where the scales were so radically tipped. And I, I tend to go, go along with that vein of thought. However, that being said, I take the approach that when doing magical work for self-gain, there should be an element of community and it flowing beyond you and benefiting others. Now, Jason Miller, a professional sorcerer states, make a plan that will work without magic, then use magic to ensure it will happen. And I 100% agree with that mentality. The advice and spells given here today should complement your efforts. I spoke more about this on meditation, visualization, and the manifestation episode. And also, the advice I'm sharing, don't feel you have to run out and do everything in a day. I think it would be better to do, like, a spell every few days, maybe twice a week, just just for, like, steady momentum and build-up, or, or whatever's really doable for you. But before I dive into the magical world, I want to talk about the psychological, because how we think about money and our relationship towards it is largely due to how our parents taught us, and really defines how we behave and attract money and how our parents were taught were by their parents so you can easily see how there's a poverty cycle 
and a poverty mindset. Now, Cara Lowenthal, the host of Unfuck Your Brain, covered this poverty mindset in an episode called Money Mindset Mistakes. Listen to that episode. I love her. She's so bloody practical. And I'm just going to sum up a few of her key points and add some thoughts of my own. Many of us have negative connections to money and a really bad relationship with it. And we see it that money is evil, money is this and that, and makes us lonely. Money is just a resource, and it can be used to empower or destroy, depending on who's wielding it. So let's correct that right now. Another point is that we hoard it, and once we spend it, it's gone. We've lost that. Don't look at it like a finite resource. Money, it's constantly flowing. When you need to spend it, having this anxiety and sense of loss around it, it isn't positive. It will come back to you. Chill. You will make more. It isn't a fixed amount that when it's gone, it leaves a permanent hole. Cara talks looking at spending money as if it's an investment. So for me, I like to cook and I spend money on expensive ingredients and have a lot of guilt around that. But let's look at that money as an investment. What benefit from this purchase do I receive? And is it worthwhile and reflective to my values? Cooking for me really chills me out and I feel good after eating a nutritious meal that fuels my body. So I'd say that was a good investment. That pair of shoes, I have six pairs already and I don't wear three, so maybe not. So you can kind of see the sort of process and the thought process needed around how you actively spend your money. Also, give yourself a chance to make a decision. Often when we try to save, we restrict ourselves and often this doesn't work. Because we have taken our power away. Then something crappy happens to us and we splurge and we think because we did it once, you think, well, this is ruined now. I might as well continue and buy those 14 cupcakes, a tub of Ben and Jerry's, six bars of a chocolate bar, that kind of thing. Don't place a restriction on yourself. Give yourself the freedom to make choices and you're way likely to choose choices that benefit you. Also, thinking about how will this affect future me? Using and holding on to this question is a very powerful tool and one that really places responsibility in your hands as to how it will impact you on a later date. I'd really recommend checking out Money Mindset Mistakes. Also, loneliness and exclusion is, a, is the biggest fear in humans and often our biggest fears can be boiled down to this. We are tribal, we're pack creatures, we thrive off social gatherings in one form or another. I embody the hermit to the maximum, but even I can see the benefits of being within a tribe or a pack of kindred spirits. When we think about money, we see ourselves with it, and in these visions we're often alone. Start imagining yourself surrounded by people laughing and enjoying your money. Feng Shui your wallet. Feng Shui is an Eastern principle of how humans interact with their environment and how to balance qi, which is essentially like life force. We live in a capitalist society whether we like it or not, and when you decide to interact with that environment, how do you do that? What's the first thing you reach for? A wallet or a purse, usually. If you don't use either of those things, I think it'd be wise to start. I definitely recommend you getting one of those. And our wallets and purses, they're home for our money after the bank. And what does that home say about your relationship to money? Clear out old receipts and loyalty cards that you never use. Think sleek witches. This makes space for money to enter. If you like working with colours, the colour green is perfect for money. Now some sources say blue and red is terrible. Blue like water drains away and red burns. But some say otherwise. However, from my research, all agree that green is for growth. And the deeper the shade, the more powerful the energy. The shape is also important. It should be big enough that you don't have to fold notes. 
Never place your wallet on the floor and store it away in a special designated place, which has a red ribbon with three coins near the wallet. Three coins and red ribbons are particularly important to Feng Shui and help bring in prosperity. If your wallet is looking old, time for a new one. Attractive wallet makes for attractive space for your money to hang out and no secondhand wallets. The previous person's bad money vibes could be clinging to the seams like lice in a dirty child's hair. I love a vivid metaphor. And if you really want to be savvy and buy secondhand, please do a smoke cleanse on it. You can carry citron or jade in your wallet after cleansing them and programming them with the purpose of attracting money. These crystals are amazing at bringing wealth in. Also, always carry money in your wallet. Make sure it's never empty. We've all been there. We've all been outside that club where there's not a soul in there, bar the weirdos. Did you want to go in? No. No, you did not. Put some money in there and do not take it out either. Hands. Green nail polish is another great hack and sweet orange oil is amazing for drawing in money. Add a few drops to a hand cream. Your dominant hand, i.e. the one you write with, sends out energy while your passive hand receives energy. So for me, that would be my right as my dominant and my left as my passive. Wearing pyrite, another money magnet crystal, on the passive hand, your, your energy drawing hand, which is the left for me, either in the form of a bracelet or a ring would be a really good shout. Now if it's in the form of the ring, you can amplify this energy by wearing it on the left hand index finger, the finger associated with material growth, or you could wear it on the left hand ring finger. It's associated with prosperity and fulfillment. We can take this further. Each finger has a planet and a god associated with it, so the index finger is Jupiter, the metal is tin, and the crystals are sapphire, topaz, amethyst, and all blue stones. The ring finger is Apollo, and the planet is the sun, and the metal is gold, and the crystals are ruby, garnet, opal, and yellow stones. As a failsafe for the metals, silver is a very magical item, and can always be substituted. Also, adventuring is a very powerful money magnet as well. Timing. Start on a new moon, whatever you're doing, um, in terms of like intentions and spell work, and carry through to the waxing, i.e. the growing moon, and then the full moon. The reason for this is that the new moon is a time to plant seeds, metaphorical and literal. The moon is at the apex of growth with the full moon, and then it wanes, fades, back to a new moon. So you don't want to cast after the full moon, until the night of the new moon. Also, Wednesday, Thursday, and Sundays are great days to cast. I've covered this in the spellcasting episode, but Wednesdays are for quick cash, whilst Thursdays are good for like gradual accumulation. Majors, my sugar pot spell. It's ready. We can lift off, and I want your cup to overrunneth. Sugarpot spells are traditionally used to sweeten your life and bring joy, and who doesn't want more of that? I mean, I do. Subscribe with the link in the description and you can be added. What are you waiting for? There's no time to lose. Spells. Cinnamon Note Spell. So originally when I found this, the spell called for dollar note, but I think any note will do. And remember how I said you have to keep money in your wallet at all times and never touch it? You can bless that note that you keep and don't use. Every time you feel the power is fading, redo this spell. So, you will need a note, some water, 
cinnamon, which is amazing for attracting wealth, money, fortune, swiftness, and whatever you need to cleanse. So you want to cleanse yourself, you want to cleanse all the items you're going to use, and you want to sort of, as you're holding them, imagine wealth and money flowing to you. And you want to lightly wet the bill. And just a side note here, and I used a £20 bill because in the UK our bills are indestructible and they can't get wet. And so the £20 note hasn't been updated yet. So lightly wet the £20 note so it's a little bit damp and then dip your dominant index finger into the water and then into the cinnamon. And you want to start at the top left of your note and you want to draw a line of cinnamon down towards you. And as you draw that line, feel how happy you would be if you got some extra money. And you can say a prayer, you can say a chant, but you don't have to. Just feel with all your emotion that you're going to have some of that extra money. And I want you to do five lines in total. And then fold the dollar and put it into your wallet. Now in folding, you want to fold towards you, not away. Towards you. Basil bath. The scent of basil on the skin is said to draw money to you. Prostitutes in medieval Europe bathed in basil as a way to attract money and clientele. <laughs> Slap the leaves to release the oil and pop it in the bath. When you're finished, it's really important to air dry and don't throw the leaves away. Wait till you feel more financially abundant than dispose of by burying. Save money spell. So for this one, you're going to need fresh basil leaves or you can do dried. Cinnamon sticks, citrine crystals, peppermint oil, a green candle, and a jar for saving money, and also some, some money to start off with, as little as much as you like. So you, you want to anoint the candle with peppermint oil, and you can sort of put your intention into the candle, visualize the money coming to you, and also when you're anointing the candle, think downwards, so you're putting the oil from the wick to the base because the idea with candle magic is you want to draw things to you whereas let's say you were doing a banishment you would want to put the oil from the base to the wick do you see do you see how the directions are important there so you want to add your cinnamon sticks your basil and your money to your savings jar and you want to hold the crystals and say money to come money to stay i'll keep my money it won't go away and then you place your crystals inside the jar and you light your candle and holding it sideways allows some of the wax to drip into the jar and you want to place the rest of the candle still lit somewhere fireproof where it can burn down and take the jar into your hands close your eyes and imagine the jar filling up with coins and money and whatever currency you're working with and it's becoming heavier and heavier and it's overflowing and then that's it pretty much you set the jar down and let the candle burn down and thank you for the wealth it will give you Moneyball spell so i did this the other night and it's quite a fun one to do so you're going to use this to draw money to you over the time and you constantly want to be working with it and touching this bowl as it helps keeping the energy moving don't let it go stagnant and you're gonna need one green bowl for me personally i used a green plant pot and i quite like the fact that the plant pot was made with the intention of something growing in it it resonated with me so you're gonna need incense a green candle coins bills crystals things that represent money to you and things that represent where you're drawing your money from so for me i put a modeling picture in 
Um, I did a little cheeky photo shoot with Vogue and I, I folded that up and put it into the bowl. And things that you feel would bring you money. You want to pop them all in the bowl. But first, so you want to cleanse the bowl and you want to cleanse all the things that are going into the bowl. And as as I added things into the bowl, I, I asked them to bring in wealth and prosperity. And I started chanting, bring divine count, which is switch words if you've listened to the casting spell episode. Also, I put glitter in there as well. Um, I put gold and green glitter. I read somewhere that... Um, Spirits are quite attracted to shiny and blingy things. So, yeah, glitter went in there, made an absolute mess on my carpet, like horrific. I also, what else did I put in there? I put in bay leaves. I actually wrote on bay leaves what I wanted. Um, bay leaves are typically associated with bringing um, wealth in as well. And you can burn those too, actually, if you write what you want on them. I put bay leaves. I put cinnamon sticks. I put sweet ground cinnamon powder. What else did I put in there? I put various crystals. I think that was it. And a pile of money. Yeah, I think that was it. Um, but yeah, really, really fun to do. And I think that's really important. Like, take take what you're doing seriously, but also have fun with it. I think that's the best way to get the results. And once you've done that and you've anointed your candle, light it. And I lit mine in the bowl and let it burn down and that's that's pretty much it really i mean i chanted the whole way through it and i was cleaning the the objects and passing them through smoke and stuff while i was doing it so yeah i think just adapt it to how how you want really it was quite a nice spell to do but this spell does need daily attention so drop a few coins in take a few coins out don't feel that the coins are in there and they have to stay in there it's all about the flow of money um, you could add other things to it. So maybe, so maybe you didn't add the glitter the first time you did it. You could go back and add glitter. You can add different herbs. I mean, I read online that someone puts their debit card in the bowl. I mean, you could do that as well. The point is to add to it and take away regularly. So if the energy is constantly flowing, it's not just stagnant and lingering. I've got it set up on my altar and I'm also looking at it a lot. When I meditate, I, I look at it a little bit. So it's just keeping that intention strong. Now, the next thing is cinnamon tea, and the cinnamon I use is Ceylon because it's better for your liver. I read an article a few years ago where it said that everyday commercial cinnamon is quite toxic in your liver um, if you drink it on a regular basis or consume it on a regular basis. And the recipe also called for green tea, but if you listen to the Pineal Gland episode, you know that we're waging war on fluoride, <laughs> and fluoride is in green tea, so use yerba mate instead. And you can add honey as well. This will help. And then say your intention. So I said this tea will attract money to my modeling career. And I stirred clockwise. Because when you stir clockwise, you're inviting things into your life. Whereas anti-clockwise is the opposite. Candle money spells. So some of the spells I've talked about call for green candles. And green is a color of prosperity and bringing it into your life. Now we can hack this even further for better results by creating an oil that attracts money and then dressing the candles with that oil. So with candles you want to cleanse them, you want to visualize your intention and then dress them with the oils. 
I want to talk a little bit more about the direction because some say that it doesn't matter of the direction that you anoint your oil. I'm, I'm not too bothered, but in this case, I would start from the top of the candle where you light it and then draw it towards the base so it's pulling the money energy towards you rather than away. And chanting while you make the oil is going to add the kick and chanting while you dress the oil too is powerful. And yeah, same again, the switch words bring divine count. And we're mixing the oils, swirl, don't stir, and do it clockwise. And your ingredients are basil oil, clove oil, cinnamon oil, bay leaf oil, seven drops each of each oil. Seven is a good number for prosperity. And then your carrier oil, and that is going to be two tablespoons. Alternatively, rather than the essential oils, you can soak the dried constituents in the base oil for two weeks and then strain. And generally, any carrier oil will do, but some can boost your intentions. So for money, a good carrier oil would be sweet almond oil. This oil is governed by Mercury, and as we know, that governs Wednesdays. You can make this oil blend on a Wednesday during a waxing moon. Grapeseed oil is also good for money and is governed by the moon, so full moon or new moon mixing will be good. And olive oil is a, a good go-to. It's, it's like generally seen as a, a do-all. And as well as dressing candles, you could add this blend to a bath where it's a perfume, dress crystals with it. Just make sure that your skin is okay with it. Fenugreek is a plant of increase in growth. And I forgot to say, I also put that in my Moneyball spell. Now you can steep the seeds in boiling water and then you can mop your floors with it. And mop your floors first to clean them and then mop again with the fenugreek water. Just, just so it's not, I, I don't know, just so it's not picking up dirt it keeps it a little bit more sacred than rather just mopping out the old mud from the street do you know what i mean another good one that i really like is a green ribbon spell so you visualize what you want you say it out loud as you're tying nine knots into a cord and with each knot you repeat the intention and you can tie things into the knots as well and these are known as witch's ladders and traditionally it was feathers now, chicken feathers are very powerful for drawing in money. Just make sure that the chicken wasn't harmed for the feathers. Else it's going to mess it up a little bit. It's going to blur the intentions and give it a bad vibe. And once you're done, you can hang it up or you can place it in your money bowl. It's really up to you. While you're doing these rituals, you could make a money drawing incense. And that is one part benzoin to two parts cinnamon. You could cleanse objects in the smoke. You could... Just burn it generally. It smells lovely. I made some the other night again, and yeah, it's a really lovely smell. Really soothing and calming. And that's it for this week, Majors. I want to say thank you for listening. You can find me on Instagram at the Majors Well. It's the same for Twitter. Come and say hi. The email account for the podcast is themajorswell at gmail.com. Please get in touch with any questions, stories, or experiences that you want to share. They might get featured. Also, if you've tried anything this week and it works, please let me know. I love hearing success stories. If you want to support the show, I've left my Patreon link in the description. You can subscribe to my Sugarpot spell. The address is patreon.com forward slash the majors well. If you wish to support the show, but you're not in a financial position to do so, that's, that's fine. Tell your friends about the show or leave a five-star review. I've left the link in the episode description. And honestly, this really helps the show get discovered. Big thank you to Carl St. Clair for the podcast artwork. And who knows, maybe when you tune in next Wednesday, you'll have gone from broke witch to rich witch. Say that ten times. Peace out, witches.
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Okay, I have two new obsessions that I need to share with you. Impress No Glue Press-On Manny's and Impress Press-On Falsies Lashes. Trust me, these are getting ready game changers. Both require no glue, so there is no damage to your natural nails and lashes, no mess, and no annoying dry times. Just one step and you're done. Boom. Instant glam. Visit impressbeauty.com slash presson and use code PRESSON25 at checkout for 25% off Impress Manicure and Press-On Falsies. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 